This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Around the Circle. That's the trouble around here. Talk, talk, talk. It's another crossover podcast. I'm Ben Garrett at Sphere. Ben on Twitter. He's David Johnson at Rebels247. I write for the Omosphere at Omosphere.com and Affiliate of Om3.com. He writes for Inside the Rebels and Affiliate of 247 Sports. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good. Well, I'm a little under the weather, but I'm good. You? I, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Ben was a little under the weather on Tuesday, and uh, so we did not do a crossover podcast like we promised you guys on Monday, but... Uh, He's much better today, we think, right? Oh, oh. I'm walking a very delicate, fine line between throw up or not. Well, I always feel better after I puke. So, you you, you know, if that helps you in your decision-making process at all. Thanks, man. I'm going to go to the bathroom now and uh, pull the trigger, if you will. And make myself throw yeah. What a way to start on this uh, Wednesday edition of whatever we call this podcast. I think it's around the circle. I don't know. How you been? What do you think of SEC Media Days? It was what we thought it was going to be. I mean, you know, Lane Lane gets up there and he basically steals the show because um, there's still a lot of people that really don't know Lane Kiffin. And they don't realize Lane could give two craps about what you think about what he says. He's gonna he's gonna say what he wants to say. He's not gonna try to polish it up. And um, I thought it was fun watching him on the big stage. Um, you know, basically paint the most accurate picture I've heard anyone describe of the NIL era and 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 the transfer portal. Um, you know, he took a shot at Tennessee. Of course, the question was put on the tee for him about the signing the mustard bottle, um, you know, he, he kind of got his point across. I think he wasn't there to answer questions about Nick Saban in Alabama. Um, you know, he was asked a question about Deion Sanders, how Deion makes his way into the SEC media days. I, I really don't understand. And, um, you know, Lean correctly corrected the reporter who said, hey, you and Dion are the big personalities in this state, yada, yada, yada. And Lane immediately said, well, you forgot about Mike Leach. I'd say he's a pretty big personality. And he basically said, good for Dion," and basically kind of drove the point home, at least to me. I'm not going to set up here and uh, and stroke Dion Sanders for you, man. Uh, 
and moved on. Uh, I give Lane Kiffin an A plus for media day. I, I, re- I really thought he did well. Oh, he's great. He's the perfect head coach for what mod- modern media is. Why in God's name, Deion Sanders came up yesterday. Why in God's name, they're still asking Lane Kiffin after two full seasons at Ole Miss about Nick Saban. It just goes to show that is not about what it used to be, which was giving journalists from across the country access to all all the coaches and players at one particular time, ask interesting stories. Now we're just trying to get viral headlines, I guess, because there's no other reason for it. here's, here's the deal. I mean, the guy wanted him to talk about recruiting in the same state as Deion Sanders. And, 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 you know, to Lane's benefit, he didn't even go there. How would you go there? Why would you go there? Well, well, the thing is, is that it goes to show that modern reporters, and I'm talking about people in my own field, and I fall victim to it too. um, He doesn't see the forest, or she, whoever asked the question, didn't see the forest for the trees in that Ole Miss's perspective is they don't go after top high school guys with the same fervor as Jackson State because Jackson State's probably going to spend more of its NIL money, with limited NIL money it has compared to Ole Miss, on a Travis Hunter or whoever, while Ole Miss is going to focus most of its resources on getting one of, if not the best, transfer portal classes every single year. At least that's the current focus. So it just doesn't matter. Like whatever Lane Kiffin has to say about that doesn't matter because they don't in-state recruiting is not the bedrock for Ole Miss football recruiting anymore. Yeah, and, and, and you know, Lane was respectful to Deion Sanders. Um, because it doesn't know good to shit on him. Yeah, it didn't, it, it, that did no good. But, you know, he didn't address that question, and he shouldn't have. Um, I, I, you know, it is what it is. Look, I, I mean – Jackson State got beat by who, who beat them in their bowl game last year? It was Buddy, uh, I didn't watch one game of Jackson State. Well, All I, I heard about was I Dion and Travis game. Hunter. It was, um, oh my goodness, New Mexico State beat the snot out of the team that beat Jackson State in its bowl game. North Carolina A&T maybe, and um, or, or somebody from North Carolina, and um, New Mexico State was one of the worst football teams in the country in power five last year yet the team that they beat the crap out of beat the crap out of jackson state i just you know it is what it is it's there's a lot of stick down there right now around the jackson state program and um you know good for them good for Dion. uh but you know to ask the head coach at Ole miss and uh, to compare things with jackson state and would you play him? Would you play Deion Sanders? Number one, Lane Kiffin doesn't make his own schedule. He's not doing the scheduling. He he may be involved in it partially, but he's not calling ADs and trying to get games going. Uh, just, you know, it was really a ridiculous, unfair question to throw at Lane, but he batted it back perfectly. Well, forgive me because I'm going to rant for a little bit. I'm not going to get all Ben Garrett about it and go, blah, 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 blah. But it really annoyed me, too, because what I mean by modern media and why so many people, consumers or whatever, are fed up with modern media, and it's not just sports, is because it's no longer about the news. It's creating the news. All you're doing asking that question is trying to create a headline for a viral moment on Twitter 
Facebook, whatever, because Deion Sanders and the operation of Jackson State has nothing to do with Lane Kiffin. Now, to Deion and Jackson State's credit, they're doing exactly what they need to do to get that kind of attention that they would otherwise not get. When has Jackson State ever been brought up to a sitting SEC head coach at SEC Media Days before? Never before. Never until yesterday. From Jackson State's point of view, they're doing exactly what they need to do to draw national attention that they otherwise wouldn't get. But Lane Kiffin and, and Ole Miss have way more going on than Deion, Deion Sanders down in Jackson State and, and getting Travis Hunter. It has nothing to do with Ole Miss, and yet they're asked about it at SEC Media Days for what reason other than to advance a viral moment potentially for a reporter. So it's creating the news. But Lane Kiffin, why he's the best kind of modern head coach, is his give-a-shit meter, it doesn't exist anymore. He just answers. He treats all questions pretty much the same. He doesn't dismiss them. He just answers them. And in his answers, if you come across looking stupid for asking that question, well, so be it. It was a stupid question. But he's really good about just taking whatever comes and answering the question as thoughtfully as he can, which is maybe different than the old days when he'd be more emotional if he got asked a stupid question like that. But it was just stupid and frustrating. And why you and I, before SEC Media Days even happened, the, the shows we did before that, said that this is pointless, it's a dumb exercise, and that was a good encapsulation of why it's a dumb exercise, because that question was just moronic. Thank God I wasn't there. I just, oh, I, I probably would have you know, verbally look, like, been shown my discussion. It's like, come on, man. Well, it used to, like when guys like me and you would go to SEC Media Days, you would get questions about your team, about players, about position battles. On the big stage, he got one question about the quarterback battle. That was it. And then, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think anybody asked a single question about any of his players or his football team from that point forward. The prevailing most dominant issue with Lane Kiffin at SEC Media Days was NIL. And that's understandable because Lane Kiffin has inserted himself and um, cemented himself as an authoritative voice on NIL. So I get asking him about that. And he gave some really good questions, or really good answers to those questions. And Jay Billis came out on Twitter and was pretty forceful in his response to Lane Kiffin. But I think that was more of a semantical argument for Jay Billis. I think he kind of didn't really get what Lane Kiffin was saying in, in respect, because Lane Kiffin is all about play, paying players too. The overall point was – what used to be called cheating, you now legalized. So how can you expect in a free market, which it should always been, well, how can you expect in a free market other teams to compete when the teams with the most resources and money are going to be able to get the best players? So for Jay Bills to come in and say, effectively missed the point of, of that he's not calling it cheating. It was cheating because those were the rules. And the NCAA, like you and I have talked about, didn't really think this through and just – let the floodgates come wide open and you got this total reverse of what it used to be, a very jarring, abrupt change from what it used to be, and it's a mess. And he said, I think I think he said the right things and spoke earnestly about what is a real problem. So I get asking those questions, but you're right. For what Ole Miss is going to be in 2022, what this, used, this exercise used to be about, we didn't learn anything, and we knew that. Yeah, absolutely, and, and you, you said the word earnestly. Lane Kiffin has been out front, almost predictive, on the NIL and the transfer portal. And there was some of that Monday. And I'm not sure if you caught it, but him bringing up the boosters, 
and the boosters right now, you know, well, I thought of you immediately because this is something you and I have talked about on this friggin' podcast. I, I said this forever too, and, and he finally said it Monday. What's going to happen when Johnny Big Bridges paid a quarter million dollars for a kid, and the kid's not playing? I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, again, Lane just said it as honestly as he could. You know, how's the relationship going to be between that booster and Ole Miss? And that football coach, if, you know, the guys that are being paid the high dollar are not contributing in a major way. And that's something that's coming. You know, he called everything this portal was going to end up being like well over a year ago. And basically, I think he's calling this too. There are going to be some disappointed boosters that paid a lot of money for some kids who aren't going to be on the field as much as that money ought to dictate. And where does that leave the relationship between program and booster, coach and booster? You know, I mean, that's that's the next layer of the onion. I think that's going to be unpeeled here. And it's it's look, it's not going to be good, Ben. I mean, if you gave, let's just say, a quarter million dollars to sign off punter, and he doesn't end up being the punter. How do you feel about that quarter million dollar investment you made? This is another crossover podcast. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's David Johnson at Rebels247. I write for the Old Miss Spirit and affiliate of On3.com. And he writes for Inside the Rebels and affiliate of 247 Sports. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance. That's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. He's a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. Give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him Ben at Talk of Champions sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. Let's hear from a couple more proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. Your Ole Miss baseball rebels are national champions. Yes, that really happened. Your eyes did not deceive you. And what better way to celebrate since we all spent way too much money getting to and back home from Omaha than with a new car. Well, the only place to buy a car in Oxford, Mississippi, is Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Allen Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Allen Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. They'll get you in the car you want at a price point that you can afford. Give them a call today, 662-234-8000. Ask Brian or Mason to tell them talk. Talk of Champions sent you because now Talk of Champions actually makes sense. Ole Miss Baseball won a national championship and they'll get you in your dream car with your Ole Miss Omaha Magnet planted right there on the driver's side door. They're located at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's 2201 East University Avenue. That's just past Kroger. Contact them today, 662-234-8000. That's Alan Samuels, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram of Oxford, a proud sponsor of the national champion. Talk of Champions podcast. 
BNA Bank is celebrating 125 years of local banking. For generations, BNA Bank has been a stable fixture in Northeast Mississippi, supporting and investing in our local small businesses, local schools, local community events, local charities, and so much more. At BNA Bank, we believe in our local communities, businesses, and organizations because we are a local business, too. Thank you for choosing to bank local with BNA Bank. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Think about it this way. Ole Miss is already kind of in that Already in that space. space. I mean, Jackson Dar got a bunch of money from Realtree. And I think both you and I agree that Jackson Dart's going to be Jackson Dart's going to be the starter midway through the year, and he'll be the guy moving forward. But right now, it's a very realistic chance that Luke Altmaier's that guy, especially to start. Then what happens? Yeah, I, I, I'm not so convinced of that. I really think it's kind of a coin toss. Um, but know, the fact I, that I it believe, is a coin toss, yeah. Yeah, and, and I believe what my saw in the spring. Um, can that be rectified? Of course it can. Absolutely. I've seen can. many, many, yeah. many a bad spring. I mean, Bo Wallace never had a good practice in the fall of this spring. Well, Matt Corral had a terrible spring last year, if you remember. I mean, he didn't look good. He didn't have a great pro day. Now, none of us in the media actually said that, but several of us were standing there down there going, he's throwing the ball late. He's throwing behind receivers. Um, somebody saw that in the NFL. Somebody Somebody knew that, but um, yeah. I mean, I mean that's the next uh, that's the next thing is can these major NIL donors handle success and failure humbly and stay in the game? No, I, mean, I think because once money is involved in uh, people's yeah, livelihoods, yeah. or just when you start touching people's money. There's going to be a much more emotional response when shit doesn't go their way. Correct. Yeah. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He's not playing this guy. Damn, we need to fire this guy. 
Oh, boy. That's, that's the that's the the potential bottom of Pandora's box here. I will say, Lane Kiffin, then, if you're an Ole Miss fan, you need to be um, thrilled again that he's the head coach because he's seen all these issues coming well before anybody else, and he's been proactive in getting out in front of it. So I'm not worried about it from right. Ole Miss's point of view so much as other schools. Well, I'll say I'm not worried about it from Lane's point of view. Yeah, Lane doesn't care. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's he's going to be fine. you know, Because he's going to do what he does, whether you like it or not which is what he should do. That's what he's paid to do. That's right. That's right. And, um, you know, if there are people out there who think they have become, you know, more relevant stakeholders in this team, I don't think that's going to be the case. Yeah, I think they're going to be in for a rude awakening when they try to have that one-on-one meeting. I agree. (laughs) I agree. And that's enough. that's, That's all we need to say about that. But you heard what he said in front of the whole world in Atlanta about that. And and that wasn't a question that was like drug out of him. He just threw that in to the response. Oh, buddy, he uh, went there. That's what he went there to talk about. Yeah, well, very prophetic. And, and, you know, there's some question as to, okay, was he applauding the Ole Miss NIL boosters for the great job they did during this past offseason? Or was he basically saying, you guys have to keep it up. You know, you, it's going to take more this year. Or was um, he saying, um, guys, you did a good job, but now stay the hell out of the way? Yeah, that may have been it, too. That may have been it, too. But he said it, and he said it in front of everybody, and um, I think he meant it. Yeah, <laughs> so oh, he yeah. meant it. He meant it. Now yeah. it's up to us to figure out um, what to take from that that is – what Ole Miss fans should pay attention to moving forward. Another thing you said that was really interesting, again, SC Media Days, it's a pointless exercise, but a few things came out of it yesterday that we can at least talk about on this podcast in the dog days of July as we now turn toward the season, but we still got a week left before fall camp opens up. Um, are you buying this off-season narrative that's kind of started to permeate or permeate throughout the entire college football discussion space? about Lane Kiffin and long-term at Ole Miss. Oh, you know what? I found that place. When we both know that that last cycle, he tried. He tried. No, I, I, you look, Lane is a head football coach. Um, he's probably going to be a head football coach somewhere for the next 20 years. Um, what's this game all about? It's all about money. And, um, you know, no, I'm not buying that. I mean, I think um, I, I think Lane Kiffin would listen to anybody, Florida State, uh, whose job happens to come open. Um, you know, the, the the deal of it is, though, there are some schools out there that are just not going to hire Lane Kiffin. They, they, those schools exist. Um, oh, we just saw so, that with this cycle. That's what I'm talking about. It's not about Lane Kiffin and his commitment to Ole Miss. It was always going to be a short-term um, commitment to each other. But it's like Ole Miss needed Lane Kiffin just as much as Lane Kiffin needed Ole Miss, and it's been a perfect marriage of coach and school. Now, it could be long-term. It could be much longer than we expected. But the only reason it's been extended out this long is not because Lane Kiffin has shown that kind of commitment to Ole Miss as far as not talking to other schools. He's done it in two off-seasons. He's put himself out there. Last recruiting cycle, I said if he could get out of here, this recruiting cycle, get out of this cycle, 
as Ole Miss head coach, he'll be here for a little while. But it's not because of Lane Kiffin's efforts. It's because schools, like you say, some of them will not hire him. LSU didn't want to talk to him. Auburn probably would have talked to him, but they moved on. They didn't move on from Brian Harson. So on and on, it's an individual school base, and a lot of schools that he would be really interested in potentially leaving Ole Miss for didn't show that kind of interest in him. Miami and would see, have been a real thing if Mario Cristobal would have said no, but he, it wasn't. I just, that, that's my point. There are some schools that won't talk to him. There are some schools Lane wouldn't talk to. Um, I think there are a finite few jobs out there that um, that may be in his wheelhouse. And, um, you know, it's going to take one of those jobs to get him to go. But do I think he's, like, here for, you know, like a Johnny Vault run? No. No. I do not. No, maybe not even a David Cutcliffe run. Well, yeah, maybe not. Because David was here a little while now. I mean, he was here for a he while. Was. The only the only reason why Lane would be here for an extended amount of time, because this is only year three, we're still talking about this stuff, is because of the opportunities presented to him. I do agree. He values Ole Miss. He picked Ole Miss over Arkansas, so it's not like he would leave Ole Miss for Arkansas or a comparable job like that. But there are still some out there, and there were a lot of them last coaching cycle but he didn't get the interest that he thought he was going to get. It surprised him. I think he would get that more, but I think schools want to see him show that he'll stay at a place and show that he can well, build a place because that was the last demerit on his resume, and he's doing that at Ole Miss. So in that way, well, I think he'll be here for a couple more years and expect else. it. Something else he's doing, Ben, <clears throat> on his resume, he is becoming known nationwide. As the head coach that has the best grasp of NIL and the portal. Oh, that's a really good point. Being a leading voice for the story of the moment, yeah. 100%. I mean, he he knows it. He understands it. He understands roster management from his days as an NFL head coach. And um, to me, that's the biggest selling point. I mean, look, Ole Miss is, is not the – prettiest job in the country and that's not an indictment against Ole Miss it's just Ole Miss is a place where you don't have the most of anything really I mean not that you aren't filthy rich everybody in this no what you're saying is this okay what you're saying is this if Alabama's a 10 Ole Miss is a really really good seven but a seven is not a 10 I get it yeah yeah that's what we're talking about here so you know there are some um uh, the, here's one thing we know for sure. He's going to be the Ole Miss Rebels head coach for the 2022 season. And uh, we'll resume this uh, later if we have to. Over, under five and a half years. That's a kind of perfect line. Yeah, you just don't know. I mean. Well, of course I, you I don't mean, know. That's why I'm asking you. Your opinion, five and a half. Yeah. Over, under. Five and a half years. Half means something. Something went awry at the wrong time. Well, I just put it in um, five and a half because five seems too easy, too perfect. Makes it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm going to go with over. Me too. But but barely. So six seasons. Um, yeah, I would think if Lane stays here in Oxford for six years, you will have turned this Ole Miss job into something. And, and, and look, the Ole Miss job has been turning into something – 
that it wasn't for a long time, mm -hmm. really ever since Hugh Freeze got here. Agreed. Um, you know, and, and it, it will be there. Uh, if Lane stays here six years, it, it, it'll be there. So the next guy you bring in, you know, ought to be able to keep it there. Or take it to new heights with a, a, an added approach of something. Yeah. Here's the thing. If I'd have told Ole Miss fans before the start of this marriage with Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin, you're going to get six years, they would have all signed up for it, every single one of them. Absolutely. Six yeah. years? Yes. 100%. And, you know, we're, you know we're, we're like just pushing it into the corner, but Lane is making $7 million a year. Right now, I mean, Ole Miss can pay uh, whoever. Yeah, I mean, money is no longer an issue. Yeah, they know, can't pay Nick Saban, but they can pay the next Lane Kiffin. They can do that, absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent. We're setting it over. I'm with you. Six years, six years for Ole Miss football, and, and at yeah. that point, Ole Miss football will be at a place where it's sustainable forever. Or as long as, long as you do the right hiring. I'm ready to win a national championship in football. Oh, after baseball, um, now it's, that's all I care about. Baseball can do it. Football's got to do it. They And they can do it. You know, uh, say what you want to about Mike Bianco. He proved it can be done in the modern era at the University of Mississippi. And um, But the no difference is Let's baseball, they were the last team in the tournament. They were the last team in. There's more wiggle room as far as what your resume has to be to get into the tournament to where the end game is or the end result is if you win enough, a national championship. Only four teams get to the playoff. Only four. Yep, that's right. And one only has to go 2-0 and o to be claimed national champions. What's the perfect they number? To, that, was asked about, that was asked about, too, the new playoff or whatever. How many is the perfect amount of teams for you? I have long said 24 teams. Top eight. And you're still about 24. Get a buy in the first round. Huh? So you're still about 24. Yeah, I want 24. I do. The hell with these bowl games, man. Bowl games, bowl games are, are, they're so trite at this era. I mean, who cares who's playing in the pinstripe bowl inside Yankee Stadium? Nobody. Just like, I mean, I mean, how many bowl games are there? Fifty? I mean, geez, everybody in the country with six wins goes to a bowl game. Give me the playoffs. I want a twenty fourteen playoff. Do you know how crazy every playoff game would be? Oh my God! Number nine playing twenty four, ten playing twenty three. I mean, and then the next week, your top eight seeds jump in. You know, so that you have a 16-team field. Oh my gosh! Let's play ball. Let's do it. Let's do it the right way and cram a true on the field national champion. Because, as you said, Ole Miss, the last team in in baseball, never would have gotten a chance if baseball used this archaic, good old boy bullcrap bowl system to determine a national champion. It's horse crap. It truly is. You can go 10 and 2 and go to a bowl game, and really nobody gives a crap if you win it or lose it, Ben. Like the Sugar Bowl matter. did not matter. An exhibition game. That's what it was. I mean, you gotta, you gotta do this. 
And don't do it by going eight teams. I would do a 24-team playoff, man. That way, team number 25 might have a little gripe, but it ain't much gripe, okay? I mean, you're putting your top 24 in. Do it like that. Let the other teams go play in the local supermarket bowl game or whatever. Do you think we'll see an expanded playoff in the next 10 years? Yeah, for sure. TV wants it. Uh, the money is uh They're leaving so phenomenal. much money out there. Yeah, yeah, they are. And that, and that goes to show you, uh, you know, some of the – questionable power structure at the NCAA and, um, you know, where they put they, their priorities, um, which the NCAA is going to cease to exist as well. At least it is for major college sports. Um, Greg so, Sankey kind of you know, said that. Oh, they're gone. The NCAA is gone. I mean, you know, those fat cats have been uh, – living high off the hog, so to speak, for many, many years. And uh, people people walking around dumbfounded with some of the idiotic stuff the NCAA has ruled on over the years. And, um, you know, it, it's time to put them in the ground. It's been another crossover podcast. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's David Johnson at Rebels247. Apparently, SEC Media Days had a little bit more to talk about than we expected but it's not in the way that you and the <laughs> Ole Miss fan would care about. And that, there wasn't a lot of Ole Miss stuff. There's more big-picture college football stuff, and we got that. And you know what? I'm glad that Lane Kiffin's the head coach of Ole Miss football because he's been proactive in this uh, new arena that is college football. Everything we knew about it has been completely flipped on its ears. So in that way, thank God for Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. Oh, he's the dude. No doubt about it. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.